Hello there, yes, we're back. Oh my fucking god, I can't believe it. It's episode 44 of True Cult Pop, the fucking pop music podcast, you bunch of pricks. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, that was quite an aggressive way to start the show. Absolutely unnecessary. My name's Stephen Hill, an unnecessarily aggressive man. Um, I'm joined as ever by a man, a perfectly reasonable human being, Gaz Jones. Here he is. Not today, mate. Fucking hell. I, I nearly went full fucking defence falling down. Oh, a, did you? About 18 That's times today. We are yeah. 30 seconds in before you've got your first 90s reference into the podcast. <laughs> Shit. 30 seconds. I love 80s films as well. <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm sure. This is this is not um, that's not a great defence, I have to say. It was falling down. It's a film falling down with Michael Douglas. If you haven't seen it, yeah, based on the Iron Maiden song, isn't it? <laughs> definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. What a great film, though. That oh, is a good film. That is an all-time. It's in my all-time top ten. I I I adore that film. It's the kind of thing that. Grumpy middle-aged white men like us. <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> Fantasize about, isn't it? Going into oh, Burger King and moaning yeah. and going, oh, yeah. walking across a go- golf course and going, mm. I should be allowed to walk here. Yeah. And then people go, you're like me, you're a Nazi, aren't you? And you go, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You've massively misread the situation. So, so, you, so you're, ba- you're basically a Nazi because you shop at army surplus shops. Yeah. Right, okay. I le- yeah, <laughs> right. I, mean, I don't want to just, wanna... just to clarify. That's fine. <laughs> I don't want to spoil a film from <laughs> 1993 for you all. But Falling Down with Michael Douglas is a fucking great film. It's not what we're here to talk about, though. No, it's not what we're here to no. talk about. Uh, we are doing a big old catch up on a bunch of albums uh, that we, we were going to do like a mammoth kind of 15, 20 big like bang, 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 bang rapid review thing. Just to get out of the way first of all. Post Malone album's awful. It's awful. Mm. So we're not reviewing Post Malone. The Post Malone album is like, look, no shade on Post Malone. He seems like a really cool guy. He yeah. seems like a really nice guy, but his music is, I've never got, and I was really hoping I was going to listen to the new album. I think it's great. I hate it. I, I just, I absolutely hate it. I think it's rubbish. Um, I'm sad to say that Dexy's um, new album, a band who I think both of us really like. Dexy's yeah, I was really, I was really, Roland. I was really looking forward to the new album. Really looking yeah, forward this, to it. It's oh. a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? Mm. Dexy's album. It's a yeah. little bit embarrassing. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, just just go, li- go listen to Searching for the Young Soul Rebels instead and have a bloody oh, good time. Definitely do that. I actually quite like half of the Travis Scott album, but you are morally opposed to Travis Scott, aren't you, Gaz? I am, mate. Yeah, for, well, for pretty obvious reasons. I just think he's absolutely morally corrupt, vile fucking human being. And I can't forgive him for what happened. At, um, was it Astro World? Astro yeah, World. Astro yeah. World. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, no. I, I can't have it. So yeah. Sorry, kids. We've been we've been yeah, that man. off. Sorry. Um, we also binned off Mutoid Man, which I've just realised and is great. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, but we can do that next week because yeah, we'll so do it next Man week. album. Yeah. I think because basically you came in last minute. You came in like in at I, the back post in injury time. I or did, something, and you wanted, to, and then I just made me forget about Mutoid Man. So Mutoid Man's good. Yeah, uh, and there was something else that I listened to. Oh no, I haven't listened to Voyager. Somebody said, "Ah, oh, Voyager, you're like that." I'm sorry, mate. I haven't listened to Voyager. But on the show this week, we're going to be talking about new music from Urn, from the Hives, from Kylie Ray Jepsen, from Skin Dread. From Aphex Twin, from Teenage Wrist, from Anne-Marie, and from Mammoth WVH. Before we do, go over to patreon.com forward slash truecoppop and you can sign up for the exclusive content, what we do over there. Coming tomorrow, if you're listening to this podcast the day that it comes out, we have a very unusual, odd podcast that we did on Clients by the Red Cord, uh, which sort of descended into me telling a story about a failed job interview. Brilliant. That was an all-time classic podcast moment. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's been sort of like hanging over me for years. It's good to get that yeah, was, off of my chest. Yeah, you seem cleansed as a result of that. I know. I feel much better. I feel much yeah. better. You can sign up for any amount and you will get to suggest an album as uh, Aaron did. He suggested the red cord and we'll listen to it and we'll talk about it. Next week, we're doing Aqua will be the next one after that. So it's quite a mixed bag. Mm. I might be busy next week. <laughs> You're fucking not getting out of it, mate. <laughs> You're doing it. You're doing it. And just if you sign up for a £5 tier, you get a couple of podcasts of the, the finest quality um, for the £5 tier. We just did Purple by Stone Temple Pilots as a classic album this week. Um, love that record. And maybe I did go on. So I think someone rather sarcastically suggested yeah. that maybe i, I, was, I was lab- labored labored the point about stone temple pilots being unfairly maligned by the rock press back in the 90s all right just just saying there was just lots of evidence to support the country is all well, yeah I'd, li- I'd like to think that comment was sarcastic but it was you can never fucking i don't i don't you think can never fucking was- tell I don't think anyone was genuinely thinking. No. I wish he'd spoken more about yeah. how Stone Temple Pilots are really underrated. Since I don't think you were clear enough, really. <laughs> did that for two for for two hours, but I just absolutely love yeah. um, that period of Stone Temple Pilots. I think yeah. they're just a fucking great band, and they're not banalities to loads. But when I do, I'm just like, this is this is brilliant. Yeah. This is brilliant. Takes me back. Good yeah. time on it. Yeah, man. What Sorry, now? mate. You were going to drink a drink then and i no 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 it's fine it's it's all right i wasn't mid gulp it wasn't like you know <laughs> it's mm. fine uh yeah it's it's an all-time classic album that uh that really it generally doesn't get spoken about anywhere near enough as we go into on the yeah. pot so the uh pot. yeah give us your fucking money you know come on it's <laughs> it's it's less than a fucking pint of beer so come on come on over Depend- and, and have a listen to you are well I only ever see you in London and where I'm paying £18 for a pot of Guinness. So Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Um, all right. Yeah, like I say, patreon.com forward slash true cult pop if you want to sign up for that. Suggest some albums. That would be lovely. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some songs that have been in my head and your head uh, individually over the last couple of weeks. Although, because I, I suggested mine quite early and mm. you suggested yours quite late. It's yeah. my song that's been in both of our heads for about two weeks now. Yeah. And yours has been in my head for... A about half an hour well about 40 years let's be absolutely honest but actually about 40 years yeah Yeah. let's start with yours um okay human league yeah Yeah, because mine's right mental yeah um 
you think you had one and you were like and i was like that's a good song but then at the yeah. last minute you swerved and you've picked a classic human league i have love yeah action. Uh, love oh. action open brackets i believe in love close yeah. brackets uh the second single off off the all-time classic album dare will uh, be a classic album at one point i dare say for sure fuck me what an album um it was their first top 10 hit um Number yeah, three on the yeah, UK singles chart, yeah, I believe. July, yeah, July 81. Um, sort of fantastic video that kind of riffs on the last bit of The Graduates. Um, the bit in the church. All Wayne's World 2, depending on your age. <laughs> <laughs> the first Presbyterian church. Gordon Street. <laughs> he, went, uh, eight, uh, he went eight minutes um, before he mentioned another film from the 90s, by the way. I've got my got my counter on it don't worry you know that thing like yeah. how many days since accident and they change and it's always going back to zero always zero minutes since gaz yeah. talked about i went nearly 10 minutes thing. that's not too bad mm, um good. i mean this song came on on random in the van and um it kind of calmed me down because i was having a i was having a right fucking stressful one yeah and um just it's one of those songs that one of those perfect kind of synth pop songs where everything about it is so fucking perfect. Every part of that song is a hook. Even the intro, which is basically a cat, more to follow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a hook. And then, you know, straight into the into the verse, you know, Oki's kind of um, just almost like baritone voice where you're in love, you know you're in it's love. Such it's such a great way to kind of... Oh, inter- but it just oozes cool, man. It oozes yeah. cool. Um, he's, got, he's, he's got like a blue denim jacket in the video. It just looks so... It just looks so fucking awesome. I, I love Phil Oki and I love, he also, I love the Human League. Yeah, he also refers to himself in the third person. Yeah, I, yeah. In, but this is Phil talking. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love how like um he's basically got the rhyming dictionary out because um it's like what rhymes with you you do too true blue every line it's just it's it's just you know basic fucking nursery rhyme you know Fisher Price my first song but it's fucking it's just wonderful and then and then when it goes into that sort of instrumental bridge section that's another hook digga 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 ding ding down and then it goes into the chorus. Which is, you know, I love your love action. And, and, love action. You know, that's like the fourth hook in the song. And then it goes into the, you know. Wow, 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 wow. That bit. Yeah, well. yeah, I was talking, obviously, oh, yeah, yeah, the bit sorry, after that, where, where you know, Phil Oakey basically invents hip hop. And, you know. Oh, I believe, I believe, believe, I believe. The old man said, there was no, then there's no love above. I believe in me, I believe, I believe in love. Sampled by? Utah Saints. You, 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 Utah Saints. Um, yeah. That is uh, uh, 11 minutes 20, and uh, Steve's just done his first 90s reference. Uh, well, you fucking set ah! me up for that, you <laughs> Absolutely. You can't ask me a question where the answer is, is a band from the 90s. Yeah, well, I, yeah, well, I, I could have said it, and you could have just been like, oh, 11 minutes 30. <laughs> no. Also sampled by, yeah, it's true. Uh, also sampled by George Michael, uh, this song, wasn't it? Yes, and, um, yes. Uh, Shoot the Dog. Shoot the Dog. Called? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is kind of political. Yeah, that was the war and I can't terror. What the fucking album was called now. Uh, neither can I. The patience. It might have been on patience, but anyway, it wasn't patience. No. It, it was the album before that. Anyway, yeah, it was that weird period when he was doing that songs like was it Freak and yeah, Shoot the Dog and stuff. But yeah, it was all a bit. It wasn't a massive. That's, no, it wasn't. It was. It, was yeah, it before patience? Anyway. But anyway, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it was after. I'm sure. Was, was it? Was it after? I'm Fuck. Sure, okay. it's after. Okay. Well, I could be wrong. Maybe I, I might yeah. be misremembering stuff here, but anyway. Absolutely flawless. Absolutely. You gotta go to what a tune. Anyway, it's enough about George Michael. I'll pick that as an earworm sometime. Um, but it's it's uh, it's you know it's it's three and a half minutes long. You know, no fucking around. Verse, bridge, chorus. Verse, bridge, chorus. Hip hop. You know, inventing middle eight. Back into the chorus at the end with that wonderful synth line, digga 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 ding down now, and just that that wicked kind of um, like you know, Roland electronic drum sound. But it's yes, it's yes, it's synth pop, but it's very early synth pop, obviously. But it, I don't know, there's just something that sounds so fucking organic about it. And this album is it's fucking timeless. It's it's 42 years old now, and it's it still sounds mega. Considering, you know, literally a year before, like two of the guys left to form Heaven 17. Human yeah. League, that was it. They were done. They were this weird fucking like kraut rock. You know, you listen to early stuff like being boiled and stuff. It's fucking, it's weird, man. It's out there. Yeah. You know. And <laughs> he it, just it's, picked two girls up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And went, do you want to be in, who were yeah, yeah. watching went, do you want to be in the band? What a weird thing to happen. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Just two girls he saw dancing in a club. Do you want to come and dance on stage really badly but be really fucking iconic and cool as fuck at the same time lovely stuff it's yeah and uh, yeah I, I adore I fucking adore the human league and yeah this came on because my, my initial choice was I'll just quickly go into that um, before we go into yours uh, I was going to pick my I was, it was a, it was a track by um, the fantastic um, like British like an indie punk band called Muncie Girls who, who announced this week mm-hmm. that they're doing a final tour and they're going to split because I've always adored Nancy Girls. Um, I remember seeing them, you know, in a, a tiny little pub in Cambridge. Um, and then, like, there was maybe 10, 15 people there. And then literally a couple of months later, uh, Landy, the singer, she was on uh, the front cover of Kerrang! And I was just like, fucking hell. That elevated quickly. <laughs> Jesus. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good song as well. I did yeah. listen to that a few yeah. times. So I didn't really listen to it, but that's good. But anyway, yeah. can I talk about cat memes now? Yeah, go on then. Down with, down with the uh, darkness. Yeah. Oh. So I have gone for the song I picked this week is "Sometimes I'm Alone" by the Kiffness, uh, a standalone single from an artist I know very little about. The Kiffness is David Scott, a South African musician. I don't really know much about his work. Don't know much about his other work. Don't really need to because no. he's not the star here now we try no. and cover as much music as we humanly possibly can mm. as many different genres as we possibly can on the show and for the first time ever i think on a podcast medium that i've been on we're covering actual internet memes now i don't know how much you pay attention to cat videos on the internet gaz i don't not a lot okay, i don't right. well me i leave that to you my- mate yeah, well, you know, I'm very good at it. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend send each other cat videos almost sort of constantly on a constant rotation of endless, Aww. endless cat videos, which is cute, right? Yeah. And she sent me this video and it was his cat, a really cute little cat. And it's just his video and his cat goes, it, she, the cat says, the cats make funny noises, right? I'm sure we're all aware of that. Mm. And the cat made these funny noises that sounded like it was saying, sometimes I'm alone, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm alone, Hello right and you can hear it, but it actually sounds like sometimes i'm alone sometimes i'm not sometimes i'm alone oh it's back in my head again hello <laughs> and it was really funny this cat going hello and we were like ha 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 look at that cat saying hello saying sometimes i'm alone it's funny right so anyway this guy took this video the kiffness he took the video and he's turned it into 
this quite sad, somber, melancholic mm. indie pop song, mm. which he does little bits of verses to, uh, and then does this really very sad sort of trumpet, you know, sort of <laughs> outro while this cat's going, sometimes I'm alone, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm alone, hello. <laughs> and, and it's a song sung by an actual cat it's a real cat who's singing this song right mm. for real now mm. i had this stuck in my fucking head for weeks now mm. so going back to when i saw the weekend is when i first saw it right, right. so like what's that that's like fucking about a month ago <laughs> <Yeah>. now right <laughs> and i've been going well, i can't bring this in but i've constantly just been walking around going sometimes i'm alone sometimes mm. I'm... and and i was like haha i thought well fuck it i'm gonna bring it in this week i thought haha funny cats but the thing is, right, what I've learned is, in the aftermath, I only learned this a couple of days ago, that I found out that the cat in the video, right, had never made these noises before. But he had, the people who owned him also had a dog. And they had their dog put down the day before. Oh, no. And the dog was like the cat's best friend. Oh, no. <laughs> so the cat suddenly starts going, hello? Like, and so what you are hearing in that song is legit trauma and sadness and pain i'm gonna say it guys i'm not even joking this is true art this is the realest form of genuine artistic expression that cat doesn't even know it but that cat belongs alongside lingering note as caligula black star by david bowie <laughs> a crow looked at me by mount eerie stage four by touche Moore, ghost teen by nick cave and the bad seeds like doomsday by architect like do you know what i mean it belongs in the pantheon of great trauma mm. loss and we're about to talk about an album in a little, yeah which deals with very similar subjects and when i say that 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 album is as real as as this song which is a silly internet meme song mm. most people might go what an insult well i don't think it is i think this is now taken on an unbelievable poignancy that poor cat has lost his friend that's all he, and and he's just expressing his grief and his loss and it's been turned into this song and suddenly i was like oh my god the first time i heard it after i knew about this yeah. it made me cry it made me actually cry oh, right <laughs> right are you okay, if I don't, Are you okay, hun? I'm okay. No, I'm fine. I know that people will be going, oh, God, are you one of those people who think that, like, cats are better than people? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I am. Yeah. I actually am. I do. I do think that, right? I do think that, like, I know people, my mate was going, he was like, you'd be more upset about Bonjour dying than you would, like, me dying. And I was like, yeah. I mean, l listen, no offence to any of you listening, or you, Gaz, either, but oh, fine. if there was a button... There was, you don't know what I'm going to say yet. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do. Well, yeah, I've, I've got a rough idea, but go on. If I could extend Bonjour's life, if I could press a button that would extend Bonjour's life by a week, yeah. but it would vaporise all of you listening yeah. in a second, I wouldn't. It, the guy telling me wouldn't even, he wouldn't get to the end of the sentence, you'd all be gone. Because I love Bonjour <laughs> that much. That's fair. So hearing the cat in this cat in like poor thing i was i'm I, at first i was like ha 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 that's funny now it's i think it's a beautiful beautiful thing and i think that cat should win the mercury music prize 
Well, they do give it to any old shit, don't they? So. <laughs> they do. Do you like Hello, M people. No, I fucking hate this, but it's the absolute definition of an earworm. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not a cat fan. To be honest, no. cats don't like me, and that's fine. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a dog person. You know, at the end of the day, mm. um, but it's just any, any, any. If you pick between two things, you always go with the one that might bite a toddler's face off, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, well, the way I, the way I see it, it, I mean, it's kind of common knowledge, this fact, isn't it? Like, if if you had a heart attack and died right now in your house mm-hmm. and you had a dog, the mm. dog will come sit next to you and mourn you. Mm. If you had a heart attack and died, your cat would come and eat you. Well, this song proves otherwise. This song is a cat I think that's I think that's bullshit. Personally, I'm not going to get. One way to find out, Steve. I I hope I. I, I'm not even joking. I hope I die before my cat. I hope I die before Bonjour because I cannot even begin to think how upsetting it's going to make me. It's going to be so upsetting. And she's lovely. She lays next to me. Yeah, I I don't buy that. That's like that's nonsense. This whole oh, cats don't have a personality. Cats don't do bullshit. Bullshit. Your dog, your stinky fucking dog, <laughs> getting in my face all the time. I like dogs. I like all animals. I like all animals. Right? I'm not a dog. I'm not a cat person as opposed to a dog person. I like all animals. Hmm. But it's not... I've had rabbits that have been very, very affectionate and lovely to me. Rabbits fr- so, rabbit, rabbits freak me out a bit. They scare me a little bit, actually. Rabbits can be very cuddly and lovely. And my rabbit used to eat breakfast at the same time as me. All right. It's all about knowing how to treat an animal with all right. respect. And all right, Doctor Too Little. No, no, you know, it's easy to any anyone can be mates with a dog. Anyone, it's easy. It's not a, not not hard, is it? Like dogs just like you. It's nice that dogs just like you. Do- dogs are the only species on the planet that love you more than they love themselves. That may well be true. That may well be true. Yeah. Does make them a little bit um, gullible. <laughs> I <would> <laughs> bit gullible, aren't you? Bit annoying. Bit needy. Bit annoying. Like if it's a, if I said to you, you you're gonna live in a house with a, the person, and one of them likes you, but you know isn't always super friendly to you. Mm. Sometimes doesn't want to hang out with you, mm. but will be nice when it wants to be nice. We'll eat with you, but you know, like, and you can leave them for a couple of days, and they won't be like, "Where are you?" Or you've got one who's constantly going, "Ah, where are you?" Ah, and it smells, and it like shit, and it might, and it might bite someone. It might like get in a fight with someone when they come round. You pick the, you know, you pick the first one, which would be the cat. No, you would. Nah. No, you wouldn't. You'd have this really clingy yeah. housemate. Well, it wouldn't stick his shit. It, it wouldn't stick his shit. Go, Who the fuck's that? It wouldn't stick his shit because I'd bloody shower it and I'd, I'd buy outrageously expensive shampoo and clean its teeth. And, you can you know, do that. Yes, that is true. You know. I think that's. Oh yeah, that's just more about dog owners. Well, yeah, I was going to say we're going to be short this week, and yeah. we've gone to well, cats versus dogs for. Yeah. I like dogs a lot. I'd love to get a dog. I would yeah. really like to get a dog. Yeah, but I don't. I live on my own. I can't. Fair. So you know. But I yeah. would still have a cat. Fair. This cat, I feel for this cat. Hello, is it pussy you're looking for? <laughs> oh, don't be like that. Sorry. Sometimes I'm alone. <laughs> it's 
it's it's, it's heartbreaking. It's on the playlist, so people can. It's on the playlist. You know, get those um, get those listening figures shooting up um on the spot you know, i'm i'm not even sure it needs it to be honest i mean it's got well, currently, no. if it's a meme it's a fucking home run it's currently got hold on let me find it on uh on on the old it's it's oh it's got one million seven hundred yeah, one million seven hundred and five thousand five hundred and four listens and it actually it only came out on the 16th of june this year oh there you go okay um, I might have to cut Lizzo. We've been too long talking about stuff. Mm. Might have to might have to cut Lizzo. Might be for the best. Do you want to quickly, two things we're going to just mention. Right, we're not talking about Ian Watkins because I don't want to waste my breath or, or my time thinking about Ian Watkins. Ian Watkins, the world would be better if Ian Watkins had never been introduced into it. But I'm also not going to pat someone on the back who's probably... Uh, a quite horrible monster as well for stabbing him yeah. like I'm just I'd rather ignore it like let him fucking rot away in right. there so we're not going to talk about Ian Watkins although I have just done that um, and Lizzo you've probably heard the stuff about Lizzo you know the <laughs> yeah. lawsuit that's happened with Lizzo yeah. uh, if you haven't go and have a little look it's been kind of everywhere um, what I will say very very briefly about that is that it just goes to show, doesn't it, that you can't trust that someone is the way that they portray themselves. Exactly. In the in the public eye. Yeah. Just because someone seems all big and jolly and sensitive and lovely mm. uh, on a podcast uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they are that. Sometimes horrible fucking people just kind of outwardly a bit aggressive can be really nice and sometimes people who portray themselves in that way can turn out to be really quite quite upsettingly horrible people i'm i'm th- are we talking about are we talking about lizzo here yeah yeah right, okay <laughs> well yeah yeah uh yeah but yeah um but yeah i'm i'm like i was a bit like fucking hell the shit that has been that's come out it's yeah. just it's just grotty and her i mean a lot of it is her dance captain who's obviously a weird kind of jesusy lady yeah who did after all these allegations came out made a video going oh jesus will save us and stuff and it's like fucking hell <sighs> no, no, no. yeah here we go i mean have you read the stuff about like when they're in that that kind of nude nudie club in mm. in amsterdam mm. Mm. <laughs> fucking hell it's just so weird to set yourself up to be something yeah and then to act in exactly the opposite way yeah. I think that's the thing that's most shocking about it you just go well you didn't have to set yourself up like that in the first place if you were gonna maybe I'm being be incredibly the antithesis of that maybe I'm just being incredibly cynical but I'm not massively fucking surprised really really people that come out with all this stuff right that I'm totally on board with, man. I'm all, you know, all about the kind of body positivity stuff and all this stuff, mm-hmm. man. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with it. But that should also be the way the world should be anyway, really. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, but it's, I, mean, a, but, but it's <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just being outrageously cynical, but because it just seems like when, when all these people come out and shout this shit from the rooftops, a lot of the times it just comes to bite them in the ass. 
I also wonder, I mean, I do, it was another thing that's made me go, what are you hiding? Because I yeah. see people online a lot going, oh, they're this and that, oh, you, this, this person's problematic and this is this and this and this and this. And you go, I wonder, I sort of think, I wonder what you've done. I wonder what you've done. Mm. <laughs> Not thinking about any particular bands, the <laughs> subways. <clears throat> um, but uh, there are bands that I know have done, that, that are all about like, oh, we're such cool people we're, mm. we're so like right on and we care so much about every issue going but then there is something that they have done in the past of one, course. Mi one minute silence <laughs> excuse me who um yeah and then not just go you you're not really like that really mm. but you know that's fine no one will ever know know. <laughs> 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 uh let's talk about some music instead right so yeah, yeah basically lizzo oh, that's just not very good is it it's gonna run it's gonna run and run and run there's gonna be lawsuits yeah, upon we'll lawsuits upon fucking lawsuits so yeah, yeah we'll come back to it we got a load of things that we're going to bust through and there are some big artists that we're talking about here and we are going to kind of micro review a lot of these things a few of these albums have been out a couple of weeks now but an album that comes out today if you're listening to this podcast today that it comes out and i think we're going to put it at the top because i think it should be put at the top um is the new album from urn who are one of the most i would say exciting young bands we've had in a little while um coming out of the uk in the in the metal scene a feast of sorrow is the name of their second album the follow-up to 2021's excellent serpent and S serpent and spirit album better than metallica you say yes indeed it was yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh look if you go back <clears throat> to the very very first episode proper of riot act yeah. in 2018 uh we reviewed urns ep on that i reviewed urns ep and i was like this band are good this band are really fucking good this is very promising the step up on Serpent Spirit was massive and they fucking blew me away and I didn't really expect it. And that jump from that EP to that album, I thought was, when a band do that, you go fucking hell, that's, I guess that's the culmination of three years hard work and a mm. debut album that you've been working on for a long time and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. It can happen. It's always still really impressive when it does happen. It rarely happens again. But it's happened again. Yeah. Um, this is the best metal record of the year so far. Yeah, undoubtedly. Yes. I mean, I've only listened. Think... To, I've only listened to it a couple of times for you know a myriad of reasons. Thanks, mm. Joe. Love you. You're a fucking legend. As if the guy yeah. couldn't be any fucking more awesome. Thanks, mate. So you heard joe talking about sam cook on our podcast yeah. uh, a few weeks ago and then joe at the last minute did because for whatever reason gaz didn't get a stream straight away so we joe personally sent him a stream of the album yeah uh, so thank you joe so that we can review it oh it was like, it was even more than a stream it was the it was the fucking wav files oh nice legends lovely stuff love so, you so look i mean the opening track the flood comes rushing in has ridiculous rhythmic twists and turns absurd guitar guitar lines and it has uh, i think in joe nally um a vocalist who's conveying real anguish whilst also being able to hold a tune and give this type of music 
really difficult challenging labyrinthian complex savage metal hooks and melodies and those things that this particular music can can lack i think he sounds incredible on this opening song yeah, yeah. it just blew me away and there's lines like you know I, when we get into i don't get too much into specifically what it's about because i think you can tell that it's an album about loss it's an album about grief it's an album about coming to terms with a world where someone that you care about isn't there or isn't going to be there or isn't there in the way that you knew them before right and when he says lines like i never thought i'd have to see this world without you it cuts through you it absolutely cuts right through you there's a bit where he screams i think he says something um something about not to die alone um and then the band come crashing in behind him and it's breathtaking it is fucking breathtaking and as an opening track on a metal album i mean would i call the new avenged album straight ahead metal album i suppose you'd have to say it's sort of a metal album um i guess that is a more chaotic and uh experimental album for a fucking you know for basically i, I don't want to kind of say it's a straight ahead metal album but for just a kind of a pure metal album yeah this is the best and that opening track unbelievable fucking unbelievable it's it's a lot to take in you know i'm i'm really looking forward to kind of rep many many repeated listens to this cuz instantly this is like yeah this is top 10 of the year man without a shadow of a doubt put put you know maybe top 5 it's i i can't see a metal record beating this this year maybe code There's orange but it, I, you'll know you'll know more than me i'm sure but you know mm -hmm. mm. i do yeah i, I wouldn't yeah. even compare this no, to code orange and no. just like i wouldn't compare it to i mean particularly when you hear the code orange album yeah you know, it, they, they've gone in a very different direction yeah I yeah, yeah. mentioned avenged they've gone in a very different direction if you want something like mastodon yeah if you want something like opeth if you like yeah. that stuff you know and old school heavy metal as well there's Absolutely. some there, there's there's a lot of you know kind of widdly you know, yeah mega kind of amazing kind of like 80s old school kind of thrash solos you know mm. played you know played on a windswept mountain whilst wearing a fucking loincloth yeah. do you know what i mean in the middle of a hurricane yeah it's, i um, mean joe, joe was talking about how good a guitarist angus yeah, uh, fuck. was and he's fucking yeah right on this album yeah. like, some of the guitar lines are mad i mean when you get to to die twice i mean that has got a kind of remission era mastodon yeah i think it's got and it's got the pick scrape in it because i think i believe it's the uh the song with joe, joe duplantier on it yeah uh who's produced yeah joe mario have produced the album yeah. and i mean he certainly sings on it. he had some really amazing backing vocals this song which again one of the problems in modern metal is the fact that it doesn't have a lot that you can pick out that you go well that's really fucking memorable yeah. and this does there's a bit um after joe screams once filled with passion now in a lonely shell like again like lyrically it's fucking brutal and it just it it kind of it twists your gut around you know it really makes you feel something and this almost like fear factory kind of staccato riff comes in afterwards and it is it's it's mad good 
Like it's mad good. I mean, going kind of track by track, you get a stumble of words, which is 11 minutes long, yeah. which manages to be like beautifully moving, delicate, heavy in the ex- the most extreme. I mean, you know, there are bands who kind of touch on, oh, we're trying to do something super heavy and they, they'll touch on Gajira or like I say, Mastodon or something like that. Whereas this is like borderline like death metal, black metal like really savagely 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 heavy um it reminds me a lot of ghost reveries by opeth yeah it's a good shout mm. yeah yeah it, it's got a lot of that in it it's got these kind of it's not afraid to be melodic it's not afraid to be progressive and it's not afraid to be like crushingly heavy mm. this is this is crushingly i mean if you were to listen to it first time I think the thing you take away is you go, fuck me, that's heavy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you did. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's got those kind of sort of beautiful kind of progressive moments one second, but then, you know, all the kind of sludgy, kind of doomy metal parts. It's... it's And, and the, the production of um, uh, Joe... I always forget how to pronounce his surname. Duplantier. 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 Thank you very much. Mm. You know the production on this is is fucking outrageous. It feels like because I um I listened to it once on headphones last night when I really should have been in bed, but uh, yeah, I decided to stay up and then couldn't sleep for another hour after that because it was you know I was listening to it on headphones. And it just feels like they're playing like right in front of you, and the clarity on it is it it just you can hear everything. The drumming's fucking monstrous. I, I mean the be- my favorite song on it is um. It's becoming the ocean for oh, me. It's fucking amazing. I mean, it's just yeah. that's just a masterclass in kind of modern kind of progressive metal. It's like parts fucking Metallica, King's X, Visions of Disorder. I think there's a bit of that in there mm-hmm. as well. You know, especially like Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, J- Joe can do all those kind of voices. He can do the kind of melodic stuff because there's there's a few kind of stadium sized choruses on here. He can do yeah. He can do the fucking death guttural roar, but he can also do the hardcore stuff as well. Mm. You know. Oh, it, Joe's like as a vocalist. I always thought he was a very you know. I always was like he's a really good singer. Mm. Like you know, what I mean, I've heard him sing before yeah. in various bands. And I was like, he's yeah. actually like a, he's not just someone who's going to go ba ba ba. Like he's a fucking good singer. Mm. And you know, we, you know from us speaking to him the other week how much he likes soul music and yeah. how much he likes kind of people with a richness and a tonality and a, and a kind of um, a timber like this real kind of rich deep oaky feel and I, I I think you know there are bits on this that sound really soulful but then there are bits on this that sound like you know fucking Tomji warrior <laughs> crushing Kel- yeah. like if you could hit the place between like Thin Lizzy and Celtic Frost like they appear to have hit it but also with a load of other stuff chucked in as well. I mean, yeah. when the title track starts with the piano, you yeah. go, oh, nice, they're starting with this piano, and that sounds great. Yeah. And then this, like, gruesome, gruesome vocal comes in. Joe Lake sounds so fucking angry. But the melodic parts are amazing and soaring, and mm. you can just hear, that almost like just touch the piano in the background enough to just give it an extra layer of like you know i, I don't want to say creepiness because i don't think it's meant to be like creepy but it just gives it that air of like i don't know something sinister and something kind uneasy of, 
arcane and uneasy into it and it, it that might be my favorite moment on the album that okay. moment where that that kind of chorus comes in mm. and you can still hear a bit of piano and it just like everything feels like it just it's sort of all consuming just overawing it, it's it's fucking it's fucking great i mean you know with the the last two songs I mean, anyone we haven't mentioned before, the other that we haven't mentioned prior to the last two is The Burden, which I think is, you know, a very chunky Metallica riff. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the grooviest song on the record as well. Yeah. You get Peace, which, you know, normally a one minute, what is it? It's one minute and 12 seconds. One minute and 12 seconds, you would normally go, oh, that's just a little in interlude. But it actually feels quite integral to the record here yeah, everything here feels integral and you get the long goodbye where the memories go the epic closer that you want that this kind of that i think this album deserves i think you know the final bit the final melodic melodic passage on this record is absolutely exceptional it is filled with genuine sadness and yet it is heavy and it is powerful and it is uncompromising and you can but you can feel every emotion that this band are trying to convey and it just sort of seeps into your body now listen joe's on the podcast a few weeks ago and joe's a you know good mate of mine and i know you might go well you are going to say this because <laughs> you're chummy with this with this band right you're chummy with this band you know these people of course you're going to say that and I said it about the EP and I got more kind of excited by the last album. You're maybe right to be cynical, but let me just tell you this. If you just think I'm trying to get you to listen to this album, I am. I am <laughs> trying to do yeah. that, right? You ha if you like metal, you have to listen to this record. You have to listen to it mm. because you can be as cynical as you want listening to me talk about it when you hear it you'll go all oh, right yeah he was he was right because yeah. it's fucking brilliant and i know you've only had it a little bit mate so i'm sorry that i kind of threw it at you no 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 but it's, you it's... can tell that oh, God. sometimes you can just tell when an album is oh, of course you can. special right yeah. yeah this is this is genuinely a special album and i i really i'd like to think that you know 5 years time you would already say yes this is like a, this is a modern day classic you know up there with you know insert you know insert metal album here or whatever you know with leviathan and stuff like that and gajira's you know from master Sirius and stuff like that it's genuinely that good you know this you know um i've done a review i haven't really read many reviews online and i've done uh dumb lawson gave it nine out of ten on blabbermouth thoroughly fucking deserved um, you know, there's, it's been a long fucking time that I've heard a metal album with this many ideas on, but done in such a kind of linear way that it it's not kind of off-putting or jarring or anything like that. It's not just like a case of like, I don't know. Like fucking yeah, let's fucking let's just say Metallica or whatever. Just throwing ideas at a wall. Ah, oh, let's see what sticks. Yeah, we'll do that. You know, this there's there's genuine kind of 
craft purpose. and purpose yeah purpose. purpose man and there's there's so much fucking heft in this album you feel it with the stuff that joe's kind of singing about you know the anger the confusion the fucking heartbreak man the absolute yeah. despair and heartbreak but it's been a long time really for my years that i've heard like a metal a new metal album that's so kind of vital and it does feel an important release it really does you know and i can't wait you know i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing these guys live i've never seen never seen them live um well they're playing as this goes out i mean a week as as we record a week Mm. today as we record they're they've just announced a show at the black heart in london a kind of launch so i think i'm probably going to go down to that so come down as well um Mm. Yeah, man, it it'll be that'll be really good. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I do. I think if there's any if there's any justice at all, mm. then people will start talking about Earn in the way that they talk about some British bands who from the metal scene who get a lot more hype than them. Yeah, but have far that but have far less ideas. Yeah, and the fact um, is, only three of them. It's fucking three yeah, people no, making this noise. It's just like yeah, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, love yeah, a power trio. Yeah, really love it, love it. Yeah. I think we can we can add Earn to that list. Mm, Safely add sure. Earn to that list. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, it's called a feast on sorrow. I actually just looked at their. Uh, I've got their album up here, and it's got uh, a feast of sorrow. It said so. I think I said that, which is wrong. It's a feast on sorrow. On but sorrow, it's yeah. a feast of sorrow. But um, someone's made a little. It doesn't matter. It's, it's out now, so don't worry about your yeah. jukebox promo thing. Um, go and listen to that record. Uh, you, you might also want to listen to the death of Randy Fitzsimmons by the Hives. That comes out today. Sixth studio album from the Swedish gods of garage rock. Their first album in eleven years following 2012's Lex Hives, which I have to say, I didn't hear. I think, in fact, Tyrannosaurus Hives might have been the last album of theirs that I listened to, mm. which is mental, because it was that, such a big deal for a while, and then yeah. they just vanished, but it feels like the Hives are coming back. Yeah, massively. Mm. <clears throat> they seem to have got a lot of, kind of, traction with the first couple of, like, videos they released, with, like, Bogus Operandi and Countdown to Shutdown. They were both featured on... Um, Justin Hawkins fantastic YouTube channel um, and literally I think the first song I heard was I think it was Bo, that we, it was Bogus Operandi which was like the first song they released it came up on my YouTube feed I was like oh wow new Hive song and then I was like fuck me it's been a long time since I've ever said that sentence you know because yeah I didn't give a fuck about Lex Hives I I, I I did. I had a copy of what was the previous album to that? Was it Black and White? It's a. It's got a black and white cover. I yeah, it's, it's the one that's got tick tick boom on it, which is yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. brilliant. That's a, that is the tune. Mm. Um, they can write a good fucking single, you know. They can. They really can. I, mean, I, I literally, I put on Bogus Operandi, and literally within the first five seconds, I was like, "Yep, I'm in." It's the fucking. Well, mate, it, it's the hives. You know, it's. I mean. It's, Great. It's a song that opens this album and yeah. it's a bit more scrunchy than they usually are. I expect yeah. a band are kind of normally quite wiry, like the highs, but it's really cool. Yeah. And I think the fact that what we've got here is a band who still have, don't seem to age that much. They've still got that almost kind of banana split style, <laughs> yeah. you know, mad vocals, really silly lyrics for so much. 
you know, proper hives. Trapdoor solution yeah. is funny, right? It's funny. Yeah. And it's minute exactly long. what I think of when I think of the hives. Yeah, minute long, wiry, fuzzy, million miles an hour, garage rock, shouty vocals, and even shoutier backing vocals. Yeah. And silly as fuck lyrics, right? Yeah. And it, like, I'm, I'm absolutely... You know, there's so much of this that I love. Countdown to Shutdown, like first three songs, I was like, first, yeah. first four songs. Countdown yeah. to Shutdown has um, Howl and Pele doing the kind of four, three, two, two one, one, and then going, woo! Yeah, like, great. I mean, that's always going to be good. Uh, yeah. Rig and Mortis Radio is what I think that Queens of Stone Age album Villains with Mark Ronson should have sounded like. Yeah. You know, really slinky, yeah. there's yeah. a hand claps. Again, yeah. daft as fuck lyrics, but yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, like I was just like having a lovely time listening to this. Mm. Lovely, lovely time. Really good. Yeah, so it's it, it, it's got everything you want. It, it it's got it just reminds you of why we all fell in love with the Hives in in mm. two thousand and one, and because everyone had that fucking album. What was it? Your new favorite band. Everyone had band. that. Hate to say I told you so. Uh, Die all right. Main offender. Yeah, yeah supply and demand. It, AKA. Idiot. Oh, yeah. AKA. It's so good. It's brilliant. Yeah. Th- those those videos were like on MTV2 and Kerrang all the time. And this this just sounds like that. This is kind of like a time capsule, you know. Yeah. And it, it, yes, it's a bit front loaded, but it, it's half an hour. What more do you want? It's it's got. It's got Detroit muscle on it. It's got funk sass. It's got tons of melodies, attitude, call and response, fucking lyric, um, you know, gang vocals. Um, I mean, it, quick question for you. I mean, uh, who else from that kind of early noughties garage rocks? And who, if you could pick one, right, to come back and do another album, who would it be? White Stripes, without a second's hesitation. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. Because I think Jack White's solo material has been it's really guff. good. Oh, I haven't liked it. Really? There was there was one he put out last year, which is which I think is brilliant. The one where he tries to be like Prince, I think is brilliant. I really mm. liked um, most of Lazaretto, but I thought the last, you know, he's done he did like three albums in a year, right? Yeah. And uh, one of them I was a bit more kind of acoustic. I wasn't as keen on because I'm, you know, I just don't think that's his particularly strong suit. Um, but yeah, like I, I would, I would really like a a new White Stripes album. Okay, fair enough. I go Von Bondi's or Datsuns. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what you're going to get with that, don't you? Yeah, like, true. Yeah. You got this, yeah, you? Yeah, like... yeah, but, yeah, but that's what I mean. You, you, you just, all, all that shit's invalid because you've got a new Hives album. You know, and the Hives were... I... If you'd have asked me this last week, I probably would have said the Hives. No, I, I still would have said White Stripes. Yeah. But I would have said Hives. Would have been yeah, saying. Hives. I mean, yeah. I only ever saw Hives once and that was uh, the second download. It was when Tyrannosaurus Hives came out and Idiot Walk, Idiot Walk was out. As a single, and that they were on like mid afternoon. It was the, it was the day that had Iggy and the Stooges and some forty one. It was a fucking random mm. main stage lineup that year, but they, they were one of the best bands I saw that weekend. The only time I ever saw him, and he's he's one of the best frontmen I've ever seen. You know, he he I saw, he, he saw him at Green Day a few years ago, and they were brilliant. It, yeah, he's, he's, he's like the ultimate hype man for his own band. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do even get a couple of little things like, you know, you get the kind of smoke and mirrors got a bit of fill spec to wall and noise. And yeah. You've got those kind of horns. And there's almost like a sort of football chant kind of kicks in. And and there's also that weird song. Um, Which is the one where... that sounds like Morphine and John Spencer. There's like a sort of, it's the one that's got the horn. Is, is that the, 
I can't. I'm having a fucking. What did I ever fart. do to you? It's got that kind of bluegrass guitar and there's little electro yeah. bits and it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, the, I really like the, like the bomb. The bomb. Yeah, like the last song. Which yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> really, They're a really bomb. Good. She's a bomb. He's a bomb. I'm a bomb. We're making out tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really rate this. Yeah, I think. You know, and I think that the year started off with a new Iggy Pop album, which I was like, oh, I, you know, I want, mm. and, you know, it couldn't be more different. Really. Iggy Pop sounding, you know, every inch, the kind of grown up yeah. garage rock, rock star, like yeah. kind of growing into his old age and stuff. And I think the kind of, and it was amazing. It's brilliant. Right. And mm. the flip to that is this, where the hives just sound exactly the same as they did 20 years ago. Yeah. But with a bit more Top. grunt. A little bit, bit more grunt, a little, little bit, bit more of a fuzzier guitar, yeah. Yeah, a bit more bottom ends. It's mm. a lot of fun. It's a lot it's of fun. Really good. Yeah, you know, especially really now good. it's finally starting to get warm again. This will sound yeah. lovely mm. on a summer's yeah. I, summer's I Eve. I think you know the first half is well good. Oh yeah. The second half is not quite as good, but it's a the lot death of, of Randy it's a, Fitzsimmons. It's a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. It is, yeah. yeah. It's half an hour, man. I mean, yeah. like, it just goes by. Uh, there you go. The highest, the death of Randy Fitzsimmons. That is a very good time. It's the loveliest time. Well, it's not the loveliest time. The loveliest time is the loveliest time by Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, the follow-up to the, I'd say, slightly underwhelming Loneliest Time album from last mm. year by the Canadian cult pop star. This is a seventh uh, studio album. Um, I know that the cult of Carly Rae Jepsen is pretty fucking hardcore on her as an artist right they yeah, love her yeah i think you know the last i you know we we, we did um emotion i think it was we did as a, as a your cop pop me and sam yeah and we were like oh i get it now yeah i get it but i didn't really like the loneliest time i thought it was a little bit dreary and it's kind of accentuated how much i wasn't into it by getting this which is basically a kind of a b-sides yeah. Album. Yeah. but it's much better than this one but it's b-sides that she wrote after the record so is that yeah. does that really make them b-sides whatever i think this is a much more straightforward much more upbeat much more lovely pop record ergo it is much better and i am i am bang up for this i think it's great yeah this is i mean we were just talking about Ern being like you know the essential metal release of the year this might be my favorite pop album of the year it's well good. This is, I mean, it's just, this is pop bang, isn't it? Uplifting, perfect. I mean, did you see her, I mean, her Glastonbury set was amazing. I've not watched that, no. It's, uh, yeah, it's fucking, it's yeah, wonderful. Um, like the, the, the never ever over refrain in uh, anything to be with you, man, that's just like, mm. that's a proper fucking earworm. Mm. I like that, that kind of, like rich analog synths of like stuff like Shy Boy, which sounds like a fucking Giorgio Ramoda, Maroda kind of lost. Shy Boy is, is oh, ridiculous. yeah, but that's not it's even the so that's good. not even the best song on the album. The best song is Psychedelic Switch, which is like it just sounds like the best song Kylie's yet to record. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's and, and some... it's Psychedelic Switch, man. Oh, it's so good. There's a few in here. Stadium Love, yeah, like brilliant, strutting, yeah, like kind of tribal beats to pop music i love it you've got kind of a mid-2000s taylor swift a mid-2010s i should say taylor swift big single in so right which i don't even think she's released a single kamikaze is amazing yep. first song reminds me of the latest paramore album yeah i mean yeah this is 
this is well good. I mean, obviously, you know, like if you don't like pop music, if you tuned in because you want to hear Earn and you don't really care about pop music, then you probably won't get loads out of this. But I think this is like best pop album of the year. I'd probably have to have a sit down. I mean, it's one that runs it probably runs out of steam that to be considered as good as this but th- mm. there's a there's a there's a few but yeah like this would definitely be when we come to do our genre by genre albums of the the year and <laughs> oh, like, f- we'll, we might have to do <laughs> might have um, to do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think uh i think this will certainly be in the pot one for sure yeah yeah it's it's great this i think this is actually the one i've listened to the most or does it just feel like that because the first time you hear it you feel like you know all the words yeah and it just feels like it just uh, yeah yeah possibly Mm. but which is uh, not a bad thing no no because it reminds it instantly reminds me of so much awesome stuff like um what was the carly album fever you know fucking amazing and all that kind of early 80s synth pop like the marauder stuff and you know Mm. cumulative analog synths i i fucking adore and yeah it's it's just fun it's loads of fun alive pop music do you know what I mean it's just it, 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 miss something... that oh, yeah like I that a bit of that in the kind of the, the mid to late 2010s I felt like that sort of went away but it's back now isn't it yeah it's, yeah, it's back with a fucking vengeance yeah there you brilliant. go brilliant The Loveliest Time by Kyra Jepsen that's out now let's talk about an album which as you listen to this it might be number one in the UK album charts mm. Smile by Skinjed, the eighth studio album from the Raga Metal Party Starters following up their 2018 album Big Tings which was a bit more sort of straightforward hard rock inspired mm. here I would say Skinjed go for something almost almost poppy at points maybe the poppiest album that they've ever done um, but not pop in a sort of modern like we're just talking about Kylo Egyptian sort of way, but very much a kind of an old school reggae summary. Some would call it cheesy. And I don't think that's necessarily an insult, but like it is ebu- ebullient. Is that the right, is that a word? Ebullient, yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of just pure summary sunshine loveliness. And Skinjud have always brought like a lot of positivity. Yeah. Um, the fact that they're number one in the midweek album charts is yeah. fucking mental. I'd love them. To, I can't think of another band who I'd be more delighted to see get a number one album than Skindred. Yeah. It would just be the best thing ever. Like, I love those guys. I've fucking, they're just the best people. They're so, and, and they've been slogging it out for so long. And I feel like they got to a point and then people started taking them for granted a bit. If they got a number one album with this, I would just be, just so fucking pleased i normally don't really care about that stuff but i did buy this album on vinyl because i want them to get to number one yeah uh, I, it, it would be lovely because like you know we're all on our 40s um i love i loved fucking loved the dub war you know back in the mid 90s like mm-hmm. stripes yeah strike get where the iron is at fucking so good just rem- reminds me of some fucking good times i've never Skin dread, it's kind of a bit, yeah, you know, I appreciate it. I'll always give it a pass because Benji's, Benji's a fucking legend, isn't he? You know, one of the good guys. Just one of the good guys, man. And it would be fucking amazing for, you know, a guy that's been slogging it in the UK rock scene for best part of 30 years to have a fucking number one album. It, 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 is this 
like an essential kind of change the world kind of thing that people will be talking about in 10 years? No, that's not the point of it. You know, this is, it's just a big kind of dumb, fun rock album that can't fail to put a smile on your face and take your t-shirt off and do the Newport helicopter. Do you know what I mean? Too, too early. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, g- give me give me that boom. That's that should a fun... be in their set forever. Yeah, oh my God. It's just like, that. That if there's any justice in the world, that would be getting played in rock clubs forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won't they'll still be playing spine shank and stuff like that, that yeah yeah and, PO, yeah, mate, and pod <laughs> of course i mean look you know skinhead have got some albums that i love mm. i think babylon's brilliant i think union black is a genuinely great album and they've got some albums that i actually think volume the one that came after that's pretty good as well um and they've always got good songs on all of their albums yeah is this the best skinhead album definitely not definitely no. not no is it a, a you know a decent eighth album for a, a band you know kind yeah. of 25 years into their career of course yeah. it is give me that boom i think it's fucking great l-o-v-e love smile please yeah in in the mouth of anyone else would be maybe be quite tacky yeah but would. benji's just such a lovely fucking yeah person to have singing it and yeah. it's also got that ding 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 it's got that r54 r56 was my number it's that is the rhythm and i they, yeah. they always borrow a bit from that and you know there are songs on this like you know mama where you go good you're going back to like aswad and stuff like you know the, yeah. the, you know that they're, they're properly going for yeah. pop reggae and yeah. you know i've got no fucking problem with that no it's different enough and there's also shit like our religion, the opening one, and unstoppable, and set phases. And you mentioned yeah, set food. phases, man. Set oh, phases, great, right? Yeah. You can't like, he- you can't help but get swept up with it. Mm, you know, uh, however sniffy you might be, it's impossible just to not get taken along for the ride. Yeah, look, I mean, I know it's what infectious. I said earlier about Earn. Like, I'm saying it because it's brilliant, right? I will, I will, you, you will never get me say anything bad about Skin Dread. No. Even if I thought this was shit. And I actually don't. I genuinely don't think it's shit. The, the, no, it's decent. I, I will, it's decent. I will, it's decent. It is decent. And there are some songs that I really like. And I just love Skin Dread. And I probably, I, I I will always go a lot easier on them than I probably would do on a lot of other artists. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. That's and I'm, I'm just flagging that up. But despite that, again, I do think there's enough on this to make it, worthwhile oh like good I, you. I, I really do i think like it's cool to hear them do something a little bit different uh it's cool to hear them really go like no fuck it we'll make some fucking pop songs why not that sound like skin dread pop songs mm. i would love them to get to number one what a fucking great thing that would be the thing that makes it even more mad is the fact that earache yeah are gonna have a number one album <laughs> well, don't jinx it. Well, well, it's too late now anyway. By the time this yeah. comes out, it'll already been yeah, announced yeah, or yeah, not. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> that's fucking mental. It would be fucking earache album. What? Mad. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, good times. Um, good times. There you go. Smile by Skinjed. Let's hope that is us reviewing the album that is currently number one in the chart. Um, Something that came out a couple of weeks ago, which th- this is great as well, right? Aphex Twin. We've never really spoken about Aphex Twin, but Aphex Twin, Black Box Life Recorder, 21F 
stroke in a room seven f750 catchy little title there. rolls off the tongue doesn't it from richard Fuck d me. james aka the bristol electro legend uh this is four tracks 15 minutes long of an ep if you are someone who is interested in apex twin which i am and I'm, mm. i imagine you are as well same we, we grew up in the 90s quite hard to quite hard Here to he is. Not, yeah 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 of course <laughs> quite hard to not like if you're into sort of interesting heavy experimental music as yeah. the two of us probably were in the 90s yeah. quite hard not to get a bit swept up in apex twin i think right oh yeah i remember staying up late one night because channel four was showing the come to daddy video yeah oh. i i got my mate to tape the world premiere of window liquor because mm. i knew it was another chris cunningham yeah video yeah. uh brilliant on MTV, <laughs> which i didn't have yeah no, same mm. he's just a really interesting dude um but there is so much apex twin in the world <laughs> there is so much it is yeah. quite hard to keep up with it's quite daunting yeah. Yeah. So, you know, look, is this a definitive Apex Twin EP? You know, is it a definitive release from him? Probably not. Having said that, if you've never listened to Apex Twin before, mm. you might want to get yourself on this. Yeah. I think this because is a good this, this is a good is jumping in point, I think. Yeah, it really is because you, you know, it's got a lot of the kind of the It's not too long, you know, so it's four tracks, it's 15 minutes. Everything on it is between kind of two and a half minutes and i mean the, so the i'm guessing the title track is four and a half minutes and it brings in that kind of almost like jungle broken beat thing mm. that goes along with that kind of ambient electronic stuff that he did the next song which i absolutely fucking love which is called zin 2 test 5 it's not even three minutes and the next two songs are just one's just shy of four minutes one's just over three and a half minutes 14 and a half minutes of your time and you get a really cool flavor um of what Aphex Twin kind of sounds like. This almost sounds like uh, a trailer for Aphex Twin's entire career. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, whistle, whistle Stop Tour. Yeah. It's got yeah. it's got a little bit of all the stuff, but it never, you know, because you want to go, like, <laughs> if, if you would be like, go and listen to, you know, Selected Ambient Works, 89 to 93, that's quite a quite a tough thing to just be like i don't know anything about this guy but fuck yeah. okay here we go yeah. or like drugs or something like yeah. that you would be like oh this is this is a lot yeah. whereas i think this is quite a kind of a very kind of bite-sized manageable version and it's still really catchy yep. i mean that song the second song um zin 2 test 5 sounds like that guinness advert that, that uh leftfield did if um, <laughs> but by yeah. a nerd <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the like the craftwork esque kind of opening to the title track. Um, it's beautiful. It's it, it's genuinely kind of shimmeringly beautiful. Like wonderful kind of drum patterns that like lift and surge. Obviously, big nineties vibes. Um, you know, almost goes a bit big beat in places. Mm. You know, it, I was getting like memories of like listening to like you know propeller heads and stuff back in the day it's like fucking goldie at some point. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah, metal yeah. heads go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Um, uh, yeah, in a room, you know, glitchy yet kind of beautifully crafted. I mean, thirty years into his, well, over thirty years now, you know, he's still kind of streets ahead. 
I mean, the guy's got nothing left to prove. I mean, I mean, he hasn't released an album in nine years. And the last album was Syro, yeah. which is mm. which was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. His, it basically it was like a, the the FX Twin pop album, you know. Mm. Um, and he just kind of releases stuff like EPs and whatnot. But I'll always give it a listen. I mean, you know, the guy's got nothing left to fucking prove. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we've not had a chance to talk about Apex Twin. I don't think I've ever had a proper chance to talk about Apex Twin at all mm. on, um, uh, you know, any podcast that yeah. I've done. Um, yeah. uh, but he he's great. Like, all of his albums are... I mean, my particular... The Richard, Richard D. James album yeah, would, be my, would be the okay. one that I would go, this is brilliant. This is yeah. the masterpiece, I think. And it's... Um, uh, Selected Amit works eighty. I said eighty nine to ninety three. It's eighty five to ninety two. I can never get the fucking yeah. dates right. But um, but that's what that is as well. But yeah, man, like he's just good, isn't he? Apex Twin. He's isn't really it's it, it just yeah, incredible. And this is this is a wonderful way to spend fifteen minutes of your time. It's well it's worth really a listen to. It's great. Yeah, it's well good. So that's uh, Black Box Life Recorder Two Twenty One F Slash In a Room Seven F. 760 by FX Twin. Fucking hell. Shall I say that again? Definitely not. Right, let's talk about Teenage Wrist, Still Love. The third studio album from the Californian alternative rock band. The follow-up to their Earth is a Black Hole album from 2021. Do you know what? I don't know if I listened to that album. I'm not sure if I did. I can't really remember. I'm not sure if I've ever listened much. It's decent. To to Teenage Wrist. It's only been since they started releasing a couple of singles from this album that I was like, Mm. hmm this band seem like they're really fucking cool and what with the fact that it's 90s alt rock stylings with big choruses some marshmallowy shoegazy dream pop stuff big fuck off riffs and some bawdy vocals i'm gonna go out on a bit of a limb here and say that gaz jones likes this album <laughs> what silver chair meets feeder yeah, yeah go on then <laughs> This is essential stuff for me. This, this is oh, you know. I thought it so. Yeah. Yeah. It, this is up there with um, what was the other kind of shoe guys I want to come out this year? Na- Narrowhead. Narrowhead. Dirty Nil album. That opening yeah. riff is probably yeah. Dirty Nil, but Dirty Nil. If they were sad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Sunshine sounds like Sunshine. Like the, it was the opening track. I think that was the first song they released off the album. I mean, it sounds like Hum on Uppers to me have you ever listened to hum yeah a little bit but not yeah loads. great great band they're like we could go like mtv hit in the night it's called stars which is fucking incredible mm. um your yeah, dark sky's got almost like like cold lip kind of in yeah. its vocal delivery and stuff but digital self that's the one man it just sounds like yes. something off fucking swim by feeder well, i said you it's know. like it's been lifted straight from polythene and it's got one of the absolutely yeah. one of the best choruses of the year absolutely yeah. one of the best core done it on my digital self. it's fucking it, brilliant it just it's sounds just like it's from song. grant nicholas's notepad yeah oh mate i love it i yeah. absolutely love that song it's brilliant um yeah th- this is this is like you know we're gonna mention a bunch of bands from the 90s Right, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Right. You know, Dark Sky's got soft cult on. It's a bit more kind of shoegazy. Yeah. Um. Oh no, sorry, not uh, Dark Sky. Uh, still love. I, I mean, I still love. Uh, it has got 
you know soft coat on a bit more shoegazing it comes after dark sky which is a bit sort of heavier but when you say that you know digital uh, digital self sounds like feeder something good it's a bit rival schoolsy yeah there's a bit of the cure on cold case loads of sound garden on cigarette two-step sprawled sounds like sunny day real estate or texas the reason or some long lost early emo band this is all the stuff that you know you listening i reckon this is what you like if i had to go i wonder what our audience really like i feel like you like this more than you like the rest of the stuff we talk about so i think i would say you probably need to listen to this yeah this has kind of distilled my late 90s early noughties kind of listening tastes into one succinct album Mm. and it's fucking it's it's genuinely great even even just when i think about it it puts a smile smile on my face i was really looking forward to this album coming out because i really liked the last album Mm-hmm. and you know i remember hearing sunshine a few months ago i'm going oh it's even got that that classic 90s trick that almost john stania kind of tight snare sounds you know um and it's it's got all the the 90s tropes big shimmering shoegaze guitar uh, like um kind of quick sandy kind of riffing you know that alt rock in you know, a helmet quicksand but with a more kind of pop sheen to it he sounds a bit like 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 Daniel, early Daniel Johns in places. Yeah, I think the silver you know, chair it, thing and is he's quite also, a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of silver chair on this album. There really is. Um, Whether they know it or not. Oh, they fucking know it. Come on. <laughs> Do they though? Because they're probably quite young, and I imagine you know when a, a, a young LA duo, LA based duo making music yeah. now, would they be aware of a kind of an Australian? Well, yeah. Well, also yeah, cause ran... it, there's a thing called Spotify, which is like, oh, if you like Nirvana, you might like Silverchair. There's no uh-huh. way that if you put in Nirvana on Spotify, fucking Silverchair comes up. No way. They would not do. <laughs> I bet you. I'm gonna. I'm looking now. <laughs> it won't be Silverchair. It's Mad no. Season. Soundgarden, Alison Chains, Hole, Mad Season, Stone Temple Pilots, James Addiction, Temple of Dog. I'll tell you what, Stone Temple Pilots were underrated, weren't they? I don't know why they got such a load of shit in the yeah oh, oh, should, oh I, I my god fucking hell you're right no there they are there they are oh, I knew it next knew to it. Bush next to Bush and above the Pixies and Faith No More <laughs> see you see well you got me there like, yep. it, it really takes a funny turn actually that you know <laughs> people also listen to because it says Stone Temple, Temple of the Dog so pumpkins temple of the yeah. dog stone temple pilots james yeah. diction foo fighters blind melon bush and silver chair and you're uh, like oh it's about to take a bad turn audio slave which was a an odd one uh, and then pearl jam pixies faith no more queens of stone age kurt cobain rage against right. the machine and the meat puppets look at the meat puppets sneaking in there yeah dragging up the rear <laughs> yeah just people listening to uh where yeah. the bear going down over and over again <laughs> yeah, yeah. um anyway yeah. Yeah. Great album. Great album. Yeah, Still love. Yeah. A lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we did. Decent this. bands. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to go and see them live. They're a duo, apparently. So. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. I was nice. interested to see them. Um, let's move on and talk about Unhealthy by Anne Marie, the third full length album from the UK solo pop star, who I have to admit I'd never really spent much time looking into, if I'm honest. This is a follow up to her 2021 album, Therapy. I've never heard that. I basically 
was like, what's out today? And I listened to a bunch of albums, including, you know, after I listened to that day where I was like, we're going to listen to loads of albums, see what we'll do next week. And I listened to Dexies. I listened to Travis Scott. I listened to Post Malone. And I was like, oh my God. Fuck this. this, I'm never listening to music again. (laughs) Yeah, all of this is crap. And then I put Anne-Marie on because I was like, oh, well, Anne-Marie's on. I was like, it can't be any worse. And not only is it not any worse than any of them, fair fucking play. I think for the most part, you know, this album, unfortunately, right at the end, it drops a, quite a few bollocks right at the end. Mm. It drops three quite bad songs back to back at the end. But from the Lily Allen, Kate Nash school of kind of <laughs> yeah. fully um, piss yeah. and vinegar attitude, sarcastic driven, alt pop, comes this record, which I think, like I say, runs out of steam. But when it's not running out of steam and when it's good, when this album is good... It is really good. I was quite worried when I put it on and it starts with 40 seconds of acoustic kind of ukulele music. And I was like, oh no, oh dear, what have I done? But then it goes into this almost like sparks-like orchestral plink-plonk on Sad Bitch. Yeah. And Anne-Marie has got a lot of personality and she's really funny as well. Yeah, she's she is. Got, got a really got a huge chorus. Being sad is so last year. It's so last year being a sad bitch. Yeah. And also one of the best bass lines to any song you will hear this year. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. I was like, oh wow, yeah. this has gone from naught to a hundred in like <laughs> the click of a finger. It's great that opening song i was suddenly like sat up and was like holy shit this is this is really really good um what do you reckon of this then gaz i mean they wrote no toxic like a toxic relationship no (laughs) no wow ain't no fury like a woman scorned blimey um sad sad bitch is fucking great it's pure sass pop yeah being sad is so last year i'm over it um you know, come on, it's got a fucking Shania Twain duet. It has yeah, got boy. Shania Twain. When Shania Twain turns up, you're like, fucking hell. Yeah, it's like, I mean, blow me. It's like, yeah, yeah the song ain't great, but it's got Song's fucking, it's got Shania Twain. I mean, the first kind of, like, five or six songs, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's, it, it can be viewed as like, I don't know, a bit self-help manual for the TikTok generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd actually, I'd never heard Anne-Marie's music until you said we were going to listen to it, but I did know who Anne-Marie is because I see her on Celebrity Gogglebox. <laughs> 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 what a wanker. Um, yeah, she, 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 she's usually on the couch with uh, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh, right. Well, they Funnily make enough. a lovely couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, okay. Yeah, um, I'd never heard her music. I, 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 just, I was watching, you know, watching my girlfriend one night and I was like, who's that? And I was like, obviously, I know that's Ed Sheeran. Who sat next to Ed Sheeran? You know, I was Anne Marie, da da da, because she's obviously down with the kids, and I'm just an old fart mm. who listens to uh, Feeder. Um, but it's yeah, this is a lot of fun. I think if I was if I was a teenager, I'd fucking be all over this like a rash. But yeah. it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun listening to it standing. 20 feet back as a guy in his mid 40s and going yeah it's just funny that's a that that's the thing that kind of separates this from a lot of this kind of stuff that's out there and it's all shit 
it's not mm. for me I'm 30 years too fucking old to be listening to a lot of this kind of dross but it's the fact she's obviously she's obviously got a sense of humour and can look back at you know some pretty dark shit that happened like you know a couple of years ago through the pandemic and stuff and you know seeking out therapy and you know toxic relationships and all that kind of stuff and can look back and just make a laugh and a joke about it and it's yeah it's sassy it's funny and there's yeah. some there's there's and there's three or four really good songs on it they're just yeah, it's a lot of fun yeah. i mean i love i think haunt you is actually a really 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 like great breakup song with her going yeah. no 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 yeah. I am going to get my own back on you. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. got a really good guitar break in it as well. Yeah. I think Psycho, H turns up on Psycho, and he does a really good job of being mm. like the heel. I think that's really cool. And again, you know, like she's kind of like, oh, I'm a bit wacky. I'm a bit kooky, but not <laughs> yeah. in a kind of like exhausting way. Yeah, not um, an annoying way. Um, I think it's when it gets to Obsessed where they put in the Oliver Twist. I did yeah. anything. Uh, yeah. That was when I was like, oh, nah. oh. Nah. not sure about that nah. um I, I think the last three um are bad i think irish goodbye is a kind of it's the big heartbreak ballad i think yeah. that's good yeah i think that's a good song yeah. and then the last few you get cuckoo which is the only time where it feels too wacky for me mm. um and it's probably the last song on the album which i could tolerate because i have to say it's either really dreary uh, in the case of, um, you know, we, we got the kind of deluxe edition, or I think I've listened to some kind of weird deluxe edition. Um, because I got that, that there's the version I listened to has got Baby Don't Hurt Me with David Guetta on, which is just like <laughs> the Hadaway song. I don't know if you listened to that version with the What is Love? Oh, Baby, don't yeah. Uh, um, leave leave Hadaway alone. Leave yeah, Hadaway alone. With Khalid is bad. Never loved anyone before. I think is bad. And then you get the kind of bonus track with David yeah. Guetta doing Hadaway, and it is pretty rubbish. And unfortunately, yeah. that left a bit of a nasty taste in my mouth because it was, it went from being like, kind of cool and kooky, and very catchy and a lot of fun, to getting a bit like, okay, you're running out of ideas a bit here. To then at the end, it was like, okay, this is actually a bit shit now which is a shame because the first half of it i think up to you know sucks for you sad bitch psycho haunt you train wreck grudge those first six really good after that oh, few and far between mm. good moments on it i think but overall when it's good it's good yeah uh there you go amory unhealthy that's out now as well as is mammoth 2 by mammoth w v H, the second album from Wolfgang Van Halen's solo project. So, is it a solo project or is it a band? Solo he records thing? everything. Everything that you yeah. hear is played by him. Right, okay. You know, stupidly Thanks. talented. What a shocker. Very talented. <laughs> the follow-up to one from 2021. This is two. Yeah. Now, when you sent me this and you went, oh, I'd quite like to do the Wolfgang Van Halen album. I went, oh, really? Oh, God. Because I don't really listen to much of this kind of hard rock. No. Sort of classic hard rock stuff anymore. I just neither, don't really listen to it. And I've written this neither off. Neither do I been... anymore, really, to be honest. But... Yeah. I'd sort of written this off as something I just wouldn't be interested in. Mm. And I'm pretty shocked at how much I enjoyed this. Mm. I mean, right, the first song starts with a hell of a riff. Yeah. That is a hell of a riff. Yeah. Good God. Mm. And he can sing as well. He can really, really, really yeah. sing. Yeah. Um, 
same on the next song, uh, like a pastime, which has this kind of real, real, real riff, mm. and then a massive chorus. And I have to say, that's probably one of my favourite rock songs of the year. It's absolutely great, um, and it basically sort of, for the most part, carries on like that throughout the the record. Me going, oh, this is much better than I had ever imagined that it would be. Um, so, cheers for that. My pleasure, mate. It's good. Yeah, it really is. Um, the, fir- the first album, I, obviously, I gave it a listen because it's Edward Van Halen's son. And mm-hmm. I knew how stupidly talented he was. Um, first album, eh. I was like, eh. It just sounds like Alter Bridge, and I'm really not a fan of, of any of that stuff. I appreciate Alter Bridge, you know, Miles Kennedy what a set of pipes fuck me um, but it's not for me I, I don't listen to Planet Rock I have no interest in Blackstone Cherry or Blackberry Smoke or any of that kind of you know Retro rock yeah just stuff, it's just yeah. like nah you know Nickelback have got a lot to fucking answer for man they really have <laughs> they really have yeah, yeah on, you know on, on so many fucking levels but you know but this I mean I've I've read, oh, you know, he's doing another album, which obviously I knew he would. Um, a lot, the, the first song that was released from it was... Um, was it another uh, celebration? Yeah, another the, celebration another, yeah, at the end really of the world, good. which is like, you know, when that kicks in, you know, it's got that kind of classic kind of Foo Fighters-y kind of stadium alt-rock kind of thing. It's not reinventing the wheel, obviously. Fuck me, you know. This is about as far away from Ern as you could get. But when it's done right, few things give me more satisfaction than a really well-written, big, dumb, old rock song. Mm. Gets in, gets out, and, you know, the, the the riffing throughout this album, he, fuck me, he could write some riffs. But... I'm always waiting. When's he going to fucking solo? And like the solo on another celebration at the end of the world is just like, when he finally kicks in and it just goes, it's just, you know, everyone's just waiting for when's he going to start fret tapping? When, oh, when's he going to do it? Oh, he, you know. And bless him, he, you know, he, he, he's he's got the impossible job. You know, he gets a world of shit. How how dare dare you fucking fucking kick their head in if I was him? I would hire him to go and find the people that the way they talk to him. How dare you know a guy with whose surname is Van Halen be a guitarist? How dare he go out on the rows and use Van Halen? Because Van Halen, when they originally formed, they were called Mammoth. You know, Eddie gave his blessing to Wolfgang. So yeah, use use the fucking name, man. Do it. Why not? He didn't want to go out under the name Wolfgang Van Halen. That's why it's Mammoth, you know, WVH, obviously. And he says, and he also takes a world of shit. Look, why aren't you playing Van Halen songs live? How dare you go out under, under, you know, with your surname being Van Halen? You're not fucking playing Van Halen songs. Good. I don't want him to play Van Halen songs. I just want these people to get more fucking angry. Just yeah. the, the fucking just middle aged gatekeeping planet rock denim wearing pricks. I fucking hate them. I hate them for a myriad of reasons that I'm not going to go into right now. Um, but this is, you know, like I said, you know, I don't, I don't listen to this kind of stuff anymore. 
Um, you know, the staccato riffing on on right is is wonderful, and the the drums are great. He, like I said, he played everything you hear on this album. He has played. Hmm. He has the keys. He has the keys to his dad's studio. He has the keys to fifty one fifty. All this was done in his dad's studio. You know, he even breaks out the original. Uh, I can't which track it's on. I think it might be on Take a Bow or Optimus. But he actually plays the OG Eddie Van Halen Frankenstein guitar, the one that he made for like you know out of shitty old guitars that he played on the first like five Van Halen albums. You know, and you could hear it. It's got that fucking tone. Uh, like you know, the new wave intro to kind of uh, like a pastime is 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 fucking great. It sounds like a heavier cars, and it's just yeah, that's it, a good it's it's not going to change the world. But I, to me, this is like if you're going to listen to this kind of stuff, listen to this. Don't fucking listen oh, to yeah. Blackstone Cherry or any of that sh- absolute shite. You I know, got I. No- I beef with Blackstone Cherry and I've certainly got no beef with Alter Bridge but there are some of those bands I mean yeah. Rival Sons were the ones yeah, Rival's, band Fleet and yeah. I, really don't, I really don't like no. yeah but this is I mean as well it's 10 songs in 48 minutes yeah so exactly it like, gets in it, get, it does the Van Halen trick the old school Van Halen trick yeah. get in get out short punchy songs trim off all the fat because a lot of those bands labour I think yeah oh, they fucking diddly labour yeah. too long seven and a half minute long songs you know, they all think they all think they're the natural fucking successors to Leonard Skinner just because mm. you know they've got know, a Stetson I, yeah and a certain you know breakfast radio DJ on a classic rock UK station says they are and they've got a uh, confederate <laughs> flag tattoo yeah 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 so <laughs> anyway. that yeah that makes you a racist uh mammoth yeah. 2 by mammoth wvh surprisingly good anyway a lot, lot of fun yeah anyway we're going now see you later thanks very much for listening appreciate that uh we'll be back next week um i'm going to bloodstock and limp biscuit so i'll be telling you about bloodstock and limp biscuit and um uh, that's it really that's all the only plans i've got really yeah. Should be good though. Should be good. Take it to the Matthews Bridge. Oh, absolutely will. All right. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Remember go to patreon.com forward slash true pop. We're gonna have a lovely, lovely time talking about the red cord tomorrow. Uh if you're listening to this podcast it comes out. If you're not, it's probably already up. And yeah, that's it. See you later. See you next week. Bye. Love you, bye. <laughs>